Box 39 red button with winter drawers on, answering listeners' seasonal questions and queries with special guests Ian Tallentire and Mike Harwood. Conversation, please. Thank you. Now, are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. Well, welcome to Red Button here on Colm Radio. My name is Bill Lawrence, and I've got some very special guests coming in and out of the studio tonight because tonight it is the Colm Radio Christmas party. And uh, the first people that have come in uh, and have been here all the way through the start of the party is my good friends Ian Tallentire, who's over in the corner with a big wine glass. Hello, Ian. Good evening, everybody. And it's very nice. It's for A, it's very nice to be invited. Secondly, it's very nice to finally get round to Christmas and a party. And do you know what, Bill? The wine's not bad either. Brilliant. And I've also in the studio is here is a Mike Harwood. Yeah. Hello, Mike. Every day is a party for me all the year round. It is, absolutely. And though this show we're calling Winter Draws On, our midwinter seasonal dip into the red button and box 39 postbag, emails and texts. So we're delighted that this party has been organised by the CEO of Global Digital Retail, the owners of Colm Radio Towers, Lord David Price. And uh, it is laid on a splendid, splendid slab of uh, food for us. There's some wonderful cheeses there, uh, some of the best Australian cheeses you can buy in Asda. So thank you, Lord David Price, for that. Great opportunity, he says, for a feasibility study. Uh, And he's come up with a slogan, Max entertainment, max value, max profitability. Words I think we would all consider to be words of wisdom. What, well, Max? David Price. Yeah. 
<laughs> so thank you very much and, and delighted to say we're also joined in the studio by three representatives uh, here in Coal Radio so three representatives from Global reta- Digital Retail uh, sitting there taking notes looking to the future looking at our performance indicators so I hope your performance indicators are in good order. I thought my KPI for tonight was to finish the red wine. Yeah, well, I just would be careful because all three of us have been invited to a Zoom call later with Lord David Price, who's in the Cayman Islands, and uh, <laughs> his representatives here after the show to discuss the place of ourselves in a, a rather new look, Calm Radio and global digital retail environment. Can so. I just interrupt you there, Bill? Because I did see a piece of paper being handed around earlier, and I think one of the bits that was on there was freedom is deliverable and consultancy is strength i mean how does that fit into our christmas cone radio ethos i'm the sort of person that always say that lord david's wisdom is beyond reproach and sometimes it's even beyond explanation I think that's because you still want that chair and your bottom in well, it. Well, you know, uh, I got a Lord, <laughs> I got a, an email from Lord David called "Change is good, painful change is better." Have you seen that one, Mike? I haven't, but uh, yeah, I don't think on. either of us saw that, Mike, because well, we some, weren't I, I, to be I, included. If I just in go through the, the section headings right. for you. Uh, the first one was personal bandwidth upward feedback. Okay, so that's that's all take on board that sort of thing. Uh, then there's and then he talks about uh, operational efficiency benchmarking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some buttoning up capacity values. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one he does a lot of, which is core engagement delivery. Yeah, so I've right. always been a be- believer in core engagement delivery. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a must every day. Uh, I, I, I sort of support that, and I say to Lord David Price, "Are you leveraging your low hanging fruit, Lord David?" <laughs> You well, lost me about two minutes ago, well, Mr. You, Lawrence. You need to read the email. Get with the email. Yeah. Well, if I'd received it, I would have read it. Yeah. I think I'm being slowly, slowly pushed out the well, door if here. You're not getting the email, with that's my telling, three bottles of red wine. That is telling me something. Um, <laughs> did you not get the one on sniff testing target transparency? That was. Uh, did that you was not definitely get it? Uh, as banned. It was uh, taken off my internet. Yeah. I think um, I, I, if you look thoroughly, you might see one. It might have gone into your spam folder. Uh, Ian Uh, the elimination of downsizing opportunity pushback well I don't keep my spam in a folder it's still in the tin in the fridge (laughs) but I do like those little key things that open it up Okay, well, quite nice fried on toast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move on. I noticed the gentleman from Global uh, Digital Retail there writing lots of things down, which is which is always uh, comforting, isn't it? It is. It is. So, uh, Eggsy from East Hill, Colchester. He's he's emailed in. He said he loves. He loves Christmas parties because he said it's an opportunity to forget all the possibilities of redundancy or that contract not being renewed. Uh, and he says there's a chance to tell the boss exactly how far you're prepared to go to support them, to show your loyalty. I quite agree with that. Yeah, but he's not here for me to show it. Uh, he's in the Cayman Islands sunning it up again. Uh, yeah, well, well, you know, uh, Eggsy says the last Christmas party he ever went to was at the Savoy on the Strand. And, you know, Bill, we get all this stuff. He says he's in the Cayman Islands. Will it just be, you know, the fake backing on the green screen? Will his tan be real or fake? Will it be orange spray? Never know with David. Never know really what he's about. He's an elusive gentleman. But one of the best, I say. I, I, it's been a, you know, his Christmas parties are legendary. Yeah. Um, this is the first one I've been to. Really? Yeah. What's going wrong? Well, <laughs> you must not. You must not here because I was uh, at the at the Savoy at the time. There was a great band, the Barbers Free. I chatted to the CEO in the loose just before Christmas. Hamper, before the Christmas hamper raffle, in fact. And um, I was only able to attend that one party at KMB because I didn't think much of them anyway, and I was cancelled out of the company. And um, in early January, following the discovery of several large donations from clients in my garage at home. Uh, I was going to seek clarification at one point as to whether that bar was horizontal or vertical, but I think that was a previous programme. Depends what what time of the party it was, really. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I think uh, everyone back uh, listening to this uh, will be be anxious to to know how we get on and uh, what sort of report is given at the end of the show by the the gentlemen who are doing the time and motion study over there. We'll be enjoying the party. We'll be thinking Christmas thoughts, being as it's a party. Uh, Ian, there uh 
Do you need another uh, bottle there, Ian? See, that third one's nearly done. If there's, uh, you know, a full case somewhere, I'm sure I can help out. Marvellous. So we're going to get on with the party. We're going to be speaking later about all sorts of things to do with winter, uh, because this show is called Winter Draws On. And uh, some friends who couldn't make it here uh, today, but they are very, very close friends of the show and uh, of Colm Radio. And that's uh, our band, Ausgang Exit, our house band. Now, Henry, uh, as you know, uh, it's been 50 years now that Henry, since he began his professional career. He's a leader, isn't he? The leader. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he left a promising career as a YTS accountant at Luton Town FC to become uh, the house band leader. And tributes have been pouring in to Colm Radio this week for his 50 years. And the first tribute uh, was a very kind words uh, from Kate Bush, uh, that lovely singer. And she's she wanted to say how Henry unselfishly helped to start her career in the music business. <laughs> teach me piano but he was definitely the encouraging force whenever I'd written a song I'd always go and ask him to come and listen to it and uh, he was brilliant totally encouraging and in the right way in that he wasn't pushing me into it we did uh, clubs and pubs in the London area but this only was three months no longer than that it was just the experience I wanted at that point I was looking for things that would take me further into where I wanted to go, which was the music business. and beautiful song from Billie Eilish No Time to Die what do you think of that one Mike? I, I, I just can't express how wonderful it was it is good isn't it ok we're here Winter Draws On is our theme for the show we're at the Christmas party here at uh, Colne Radio and we're having a seasonal dip into the red button and box 39 post bag uh, and we've sort of just haven't really had a good look in the post bag yet because we've just been discussing the uh, unique and uh, interesting situation of our from our new uh, global sort of authority uh, global digital media and lord david price but we were delighted that he's taking an interest in him and he's doing a time and motion study which remember is called max entertainment max value 
max profitability. All right, there's an email there from Dave the Doorman on Clacton on Sea. Mike, can you read that one out? Yeah, Dave says, I love winter. To ensure my positivity, I take a number of supplements during the winter months, including vitamin D, and I go to the gym as often as I can. I don't drink, I don't smoke, although very occasionally at the weekend I might have a little bit of cocaine. But I've noticed that some people seem to shut down in winter, and I've heard that some animals and insects actually sleep through the winter. Surely winter is fabulous. What do you think? From a sort of pseudo-medical point of view, I think I should point out to Dave that he's unlikely to be able to hibernate if he is having little bits of cocaine. It's likely to make him a little bit buzzy and not not very good at sleeping through winter. Just a thought, everybody. Well, isn't, isn't um, like hibernation, isn't that when the animals turn down their metabolism? So if he's yes. doing that, it'll be the opposite, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think I'd agree winters are fabulous. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Cold, nice to get indoors, nice to light the fire. You've got a lovely little wood burner at home, haven't you, Miss Lawrence? It's broken, actually. Oh, it's not, so, not such a lovely little <laughs> wood burner, then. Yeah. Anyway, nice, nice <laughs> fire. To bring down, but it Flames is. licking at the wood, the heat being thrown at you. You know, like even it. if it's like 25 degrees in the room, yeah. snug as a bug in a rug. Nice. I think it's the phrase, isn't it? Nice. Yeah, I like winters because I can get all my jumpers out. My favourite ones have been clogging up the drawer because I forgot to take them out during the summer. And how are the moths? They're having a great time. What is a moth, Mike? A moth. A moth. Is it a, a female moth? Myth? Is a creature described by Peter Sellers in uh, <laughs> what's those films? Inspector. Pink, Pink Panther. Pink Panther. Yeah. All right. Meth meth has bitten me. Oh, was a dog. (laughs) A dog. (laughs) A dog. (laughs) We've got another email from Donald Pepper from Great Bentley. And he says, well, what exactly is hibernation? Uh, He said he always thought it was when animals went to sleep. But Gary, who's his carer, says it's more than that. Animals are in a sort of coma. What's the deal? Now, you'd know these things, well, Ian. You're a scientist. I think Mr. Harwood got it pretty much spot on. It is a, a reduction in the rate of metabolism, which allows the uh, the animals to sort of slow down the processing of the body fats that they've accumulated during the summer and autumn months, and that will then see them through the, uh, the harsh winters, snug in their little burrows, uh, so that as the weather warms and the snow melts, they can leap forth into the beautiful spring sunlight. So, Something like that. Anyway, Bill, oh, I might have got a bit carried away towards the end. Very lyrical. That is is, very is lyrical. Gary right? Are they in a sort of coma? I don't know if it's a coma per se, but yeah, it's a slowing down of the metabolism. Nice. And how do they know to do that? I think it's in their genes. And by that, I don't mean denim. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, Pauline carrying... Well, it's not a taught behaviour, isn't it? Is it? You know, Mama Bear doesn't walk up to little baby bear and say, it's time to go to sleep for three months now, love. It's it's genetic. It's... Uh, what, what, am I, what's, what am I looking for? It's not taught. It's whatever. I don't know. It's all science to it's me. It's in your genes, mate. I right. thought my first answer was right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, always, I've always considered science to be, you know, a bit too natural. I prefer the supernatural. Yeah? Yeah. Well, like I, I, don't, I don't hold with all this proof and testing malarkey. You should live in America. You'd fit in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here's an email from Pauline. Now, Pauline's from East Bergholt. We all know Pauline from East Bergholt. And she says if she could hibernate, she would. Though not with my husband, she said, as he often has a wind problem when he's sleeping <laughs> around four to five o'clock each morning. I think that's probably British summertime. Now, who would you hibernate with, she says, and why? Michael, who would you hibernate with? Well, uh... Certainly wouldn't hibernate with her husband, Pauline's husband. No, I think, um... My wife, I'd say, Sally, because uh, we've been forced to hibernate through COVID and we're still together. We've had a fantastic time. And, um, three in a bed. Me, Sally and our cat, Florence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He had me worried for a moment there. (laughs) Yeah. How about you, uh, uh, Ian? Who would you hibernate with and why? Uh, I don't know, really. You didn't really give me much time to think about that. Might need a week or so. Yeah. It's not really going to matter who you hibernate with because you're not going to notice them because you're all going to well, be... As long as they're warm. I'd hibernate with a big furry bear. Yeah, but 
when he wakes up, it might just bite your head off. Yeah, I'll have a gun by my side, and when it wakes up, just uh. shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> and where is this conversation going? No, I it's think a, it's a hibernation thing. I think you know, winter hibernation is, uh, is you, one of the miracles of life. Yeah, you might need to sort of uh, select your hibernation partner on the basis that they give off lots of heat to uh, keep you nice and warm. Well, that's good advice. Good yeah. advice there from the Com Radio Christmas Party. Thank you. Henry, as we said, he's the leader of the house band Ausgang Exit. 50 years since he began his professional career, uh, when he famously, remember, stormed past the security to jam live with Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton on the Saturday evening BBC One show uh, with Scylla Black. And tributes have been pouring into Colm Radio Towers this week. And the second one here is from David Bowie. Uh, and he remembers how he first heard Henry in the 1970s at a pivotal moment in his own career. Our then manager brought back an album. It was just a plastic demo album. I still have it, by the way. I still have that um, album. I'd never heard anything quite like it. It was a revelation to me. It influenced what I was to do for the next few years. There were elements that I thought were just uh, unavoidably right for both the times and for where music was going. One of it was the use of the of, of cacophony as uh, background noise and uh, to, to create a kind of an ambiance that they've been hitherto unknown in rock, I think. Now, that was a, a wonderful piece of music uh, uh, and a tribute from David Bowie to Ausgang Exit there. And uh, let's now listen to another piece of music, and this is from Skeeter Davis, and it's called The End of the World. red button with winter drawers on answering listeners seasonal questions and queries 
with special guests Ian Tallentire and Mike Harwood. Alicia Keys and we're just uh, in a great empire state of mind with that we've been sitting here feeling very New York uh, we're actually here on our winter party here on uh, Colm Radio with our host uh, CEO of Global Digital Retail Lord David Price with his time and motion study with our wonderful slogan Max Entertainment Max Value Max Profitability so we're answering letters and texts and actually there's something on facebook here uh ian can you see that one yeah from roger roger baxter from manningtree uh, a bit of snow and the whole country seems to dissolve into chaos for example schools are closed so most teachers just sit in the pub drinking trains are cancelled because they take a bit longer to slow down and even my favorite little chef at the orwell bridge near ipswich abandoned preparing food when snowdrifts in their car park affected car driving just very slightly on days like these when we seem to have entered into some eastern european communist conspiracy i'm grateful that i can still watch reruns of jeremy kyle on youtube and get someone to walk through bad weather to deliver my gingerbread frappuccino 
from Starbucks. Well, I'm glad that Roger likes the cold weather. uh, I'm not sure I'd like it for the same reasons, Roger, but it's nice that you like snow. Well, thank you, Roger. Phil Greek from Great Yarmouth says, Mike, what's your worst snow experience? Well, I'm an eternal optimist, and um, I like to think positively. And I was with... um, my uh, partner at the time up in um, Yorkshire in Pudsey just outside Leeds and we had some incredible times but I had to get up at 5 o'clock to get the 6.30 train back to work on the Monday from Yorkshire to uh, Braintree and um, it had been snowing and I went out and sort of went um, something over head uh, but I'll put it politely you uh, fell over Mike I fell over <laughs> and uh, I landed on my coccyx yeah uh, did you suffer from coccydinia I did well you, I didn't know what it was at the time I wasn't thinking is this coccydinia when I was sprawled on the on the step but the positive thing was that I couldn't go to work that day and I had three extra days with my beloved I thought That's you were going to say that because of the snow on the ground your coccyx was, was instantly numbed by the snow I thought someone would come up with that <laughs> Mandy Bull from Leavenheath says, was there more snow when we were younger? And she says, and Mike, was there more snow when we weren't even thought about? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Just after the Crimea War, no, just after the Second World War, I was uh, a youngster, very small, and um, the snow was higher than the bushes. Yeah. Winter of 19... I was just because you were tiny. Tiny. (laughs) Well, it was a high bush, and I was very small. (laughs) But it was... uh, Magic, really, for a time for a yeah, young it was. Child. I think it was the first winter after World War Two. Was the most snow ever recorded, but the coldest and longest winter was 1963. Well, I don't remember that one. I was two, one or two. I was minus one. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that one at all. I do remember Mike, you getting up at five in the morning. Well, I thought that was just because you had to go to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. But I would have been better. Well, I would have had to go and get on the train if I'd done that, rather than falling on my coccyx. So what was like Leeds like, Mike, back in the day? Back in, what, what, what 1840, what was it? <laughs> uh, well, there was... Um, you must have enjoyed it when they got electricity. Yeah, there. it was That's a hell of a job trying to... It was a hell of a job trying to sort of uh, thumb a horse and cart when you want to get out from Leeds to the countryside. I know. But uh, Leeds was great, yeah. There was um, amazing pubs, uh, the Irish club with uh, all sorts of jazz musicians, um, vibrant... Um, yeah. Well, well, I think we'll, you know, we can do a red button show live from Leeds, can't we? Good indeed. I think I'll look forward to that. Yeah. Of course, that's the other side of those little um, mountains uh, from you. Ian. <laughs> they are only little mountains, and of course, they're protected on the east side of the country unless the beast arrives. Yeah. So yes, most of the uh, snowfall, as such, would always have happened on the west, yeah. as those cold winds hit that side of the Pennines, and it all drops yeah. on us in sunny Manchester. Snow, snow is beautiful so until it gets a bit dirty and you get a bit fed up with it and a bit bored with it. Then it's yeah. just a pain, isn't it? When you when your feet start to get cold and wet in the wellies, and you got you know you're a long yeah. way out. Must have the cold and the miserableness of it as a youngster did make me sort of wonder why anybody would pay vast sums of money to go and stay in the Alps and play in it for a week. But uh, evidently, that can be quite good fun. Best snow in the world, I think, is in the in the um, film Home Alone. That's great, and it's all fake. That's a that's a what, great like snow the film. snow at the recent Olympics. <laughs> that is a great snow film. Home Alone. Do you know that one, Mike? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I used to uh, great share it with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. 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 What what is the most um, symbolic toboggan? The most symbolic no, toboggan in the, in in films um, uh, or sleds rather sleds. W- w- would it be the one that Santa's on? Uh, no. No. Um, Orson Welles. He's lost me, yeah? Not uh, Orson Rosebud, Rosebud. Rosebud, you got it? Yeah. yeah, see. It's all about Susan Kane, who thought he had everything. Yeah, it's a good film. But he had a sadness. But I, perhaps I better not give a spoiler, but in the end, yeah. Rosebud is mentioned. It is. And uh, uh, the Rosebud is also a, a pub. pub. 
pub in near uh, just down the road in uh, Brighton. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a very good one. I've read poetry there and had great times. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Johnson from Jaywick has come in and said there are 53 meaningfully distinct words for snow in the Inuit dialect spoken within the Nunavik, Nunavik region of Canada. I've also come across these, he said. Butter, which means delightfully creamy snow sprinkled with skis. Yeah, I know one. Snurt. Do you know what that is? Snow mixed with dirt. Yeah, that's eh? a good one. Sastrugi. Snow with hard, wave-like ridges formed from wind. A bit like uh, sand in the desert. Yeah. Or cold spaghetti. But snow, not cold, sand. Cold spaghetti, probably. <laughs> and there's Gorgerai. Fresh groomed snow at a ski resort. Oh, you know, I've never been to a ski resort. Never been. But um, I was talking to Ausgang Exit... Uh, remarkably, and they have been. They've played at ski resorts. Uh, they they they've done a winter uh, winter yeah. tour of ski resorts in in Norfolk. Yeah, um, that was that was good. Cause, oh, well. Yeah, the Didn't skiing's not very fast because the hills aren't great. Mm. But uh, you know, yeah, it's like poetry in non motion, isn't it? Skiing <laughs> yeah. in Norfolk. Yeah, poetry in non motion was like the holiday uh, I took in um, in a snow resort in Italy in the summer. There was no snow, but it was beautiful, wildflowers and things that the skiers would never see. And you should go visit uh, ski resorts in summer, Bill, because the walking is normally fantastic. Yeah, oh, you've been there then, you know, yeah. Well, Henry uh, is celebrating his 50 years and another tribute for Henry here. This is from Keith Richards, a well-known friend of the show, uh, loves Colm Radio, and uh, he toured with uh, Keith Richards toured with Ausgang Exit Ausgang Exit with a support band with the Rolling Stones on their notorious golf clubs of India and Pakistan tour in the winter of 88-89 Wow Just that looseness that hey this ain't a one man show man this is a guys this is a band I'm listening to bands playing together. I'm listening to guys that know how to play with each other. This is connections between the drums, between the bass, between the guitar. This is where it's at. Hey, it's the way these guys are playing together that is interesting. You know, this is the template, man. This is the cat that writes them plays them, produces them. In other words, the whole package in one. My many artifacts, the list goes on. If you just say the words, I'll up and run on to you. Ooh, ooh, I'd leave it all. If you take my hand, but for you, you, I'd lose it all. Oh, for you, you, I'd lose it all. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change. Baby, if you want me, then all of this will go. Never make a change Baby, if you owe me Then all of this will go 
Yes, my, my hidden treasure chest Golden grand piano My beautiful Castillo You, ooh, you Ooh, I'd leave it all Ooh, for you Ooh, you Ooh, I'd leave it all This is Box 39 Red Button with winter drawers on Answering listeners' seasonal questions and queries with special guests Ian Tallentire and Mike Harwood. Well, thank you very much, Yvonne. And yes, I'm here with Ian and Mike. There's a party going on all around us. Uh, it's the Colne Radio um, winter party or Christmas party. We're in the studio. The party's going on outside. And with us just in the corner there, we've got Ausgang Exit, who are uh, performing beautifully. And three gentlemen from Global Digital Retail, whose CEO is also the CEO of uh, us here, Lord David Price, who's uh, doing a time and motion study. And uh, we are just playing uh, or listening or reading texts, emails and anything else that comes through. So Daryl Bass from Gusset Hill, St. Osith, which is no more than a big stone's throw from here. He says, in the bleak midwinter, what a poem, he says, by the English poet Christina Rossetti. Music by Holst voted Britain's favourite carol. But Daryl says, I don't agree. He loves Mistletoe and Wine by Lord Sir Cliff Richard. So, Mike, what is your favourite carol? Oh, mine is... Um, uh, uh, what's the one now? It's about something that comes down from somewhere, and it's called... Um, In the Bleak Midwinter? No. Wild uh, Shepherds. Oh, yeah, I got it, got it. Yeah, shall I sing it for you? Yes, please. Oh, OK. Thank you, Mike. Oh, no problem. While shepherds wash their socks by night All seated round a tub A bar of sunlight soap came down And they all had a good rub <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That's, that's uh, gorgeous. Poetry in motion and all that sort of thing. Uh, uh, do you know my favourite carol? Yeah. Vorderman. Vorderman? Yeah. Carol Vorderman. <laughs> carol Vorderman? Yeah. Is, that, is she a carol? Yeah, she's she's my, a carol. She's my famous A carol. physical oh. carol as opposed to a wordy and, one. And then your favourite carol. Well, <laughs> I, I just... I can never get over the words in the bleak midwinter. When you've yeah. got um, cherubim and seraphim yeah. thronged the air... They're the great band. But only his mother, in her maiden bliss, worshipped the beloved with a kiss. It's a bit over the top, isn't it, mate? Cherubim and Seraphim, yeah, where, where they sang the uh, British Eurovision Song Contest entry in 2003. I think Came you last. Might, I think you... Well, it, yeah. even if you got the names wrong, you got their position right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, really Gary, Gary Belt. Gary Belt is from East Mersey. And Gary says, uh, this year, the midwinter solstice in North Essex is on December the 21st at 0332. Uh, He says, Gary says, the solstice occurs when either of the Earth's poles reaches its maximum tilt away from the sun. He says, I will be celebrating this event with a few of my friends. We plan to have a dip in the sea at that time. I shall be with Roy Weald, who's been a long-time hippie, and his half-brother, Colin who has flirted with the Flat Earther community. What will you be doing for your celebration of midwinter, Ian? Uh, Well, I won't be dipping myself in the sea at that time of year, particularly as a Flat Earther, because the water might all run off and I might not get wet at all. What's your favourite dip, Mike? Uh, My favourite dip? Yeah. Not in the the sea? I like hummus. Uh, no, um, yeah, I have swum at um, Dover Court in um, yeah. in December, but it wasn't very pleasant. No, so I, I came imagine. out. I can imagine. I prefer really to um, celebrate midwinter. Well, sort of late, early spring, really, by um, uh, finding the snowdrops. And I once swam at Frinton on New Year's Day. I think the water temperature is about four degrees. And uh, drying off in the beach hut afterwards, I tell you, I beat out a fantastic uh, rhythm with my right foot as I was shivering. Yeah, yeah. great, great beat. Should have put it, sort of composed some music around it. Yeah, and you were on your own. People missed a gem. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, just um, 
just find the snowdrops there at uh, Mark's Hall in their best chateaus. Gorgeous. And, uh, you know, it's, um, they're all white. Do you like the English varieties or those larger European ones? I like the dinky down ones, the, the little ones. ones that, yeah. uh, really uh, nice. Understated, but just are Classically British understatement. Not exotic. My, not my red... Sorry to interrupt, Jen. we got another one. Not my red trousers from on Facebook. Ah, and uh, he's, he says midwinter, it's a, it's a midpoint of, of a time of extreme isolation for him. He said, can you cope with isolation? Could you be a hermit? Well, could you be a hermit? That's a bit like Desert Island Disc. Could you, could you cope with that? Um, uh, well, if we're hibernating, it's quite straightforward, yeah. isn't it? Could you be a hermit? Uh, Mike, you, you're a gregarious person, Mike. True. You know, you're always the first into the pub and the last out. Yeah, I always like to be the last round of the party. Yeah. And, um, but I could for six months just to give myself a break. If, if you do go to the desert island, just, just make sure you leave your credit card behind before you go. No problem. But, um... What luxury would you take? I think I'd take a hot water bottle full of gin. <laughs> so that, according to my mood, if I, if I needed to be uh, warmed up, I could heat it up. Or if I wanted to get totally... Can I just point out that as you're warming it up, the alcohol is evaporating. You would be better off with that gin in a bottle with a cork in no, it. No, like. it would have a... The top that. of the hot water bottle would be sealed, so the How alcohol would evaporate. How are you going to warm it up? In the sun. In start the a sun. fire. <laughs> <laughs> Use your glasses Bosh. to start a fire. Yeah. I've, I've just got yeah, an image of this hot water bottle <laughs> exploding like, a, you know, and there's no gin left. There's just little bits of rubber from the hot water bottle, Mike, and your uh, days on your desert island are just full of disappointment. I'll have to. Uh, but obviously, to your book. Uh, obviously your uh, your head would be a beautiful, uh, you know, shade of teak from all that sunlight. <laughs> well, I look forward to that. Well, House Gang Exit, uh, they've got another great friend of theirs. Um, Liam Gallagher, and here he's remembering Henry from the mid-1990s when their rock and roll excesses together were legendary. Legendary. Uh, and led, of course, to Ausgang Exit's lifetime band uh, from appearing live on any stage in North Norfolk. I mean, I've, I've been I've I've been drinking with him, and he's been I've been leaving a bar at six in the morning, and he's on the bar singing opera, and he's got a gig the following night to like really? seventy thousand people, and I'm being escorted out, and uh, he's got a gig the next night. I just wanna, I just wanna know 
you're gonna, if you're gonna stay I just gotta, I just gotta know I can't have it, I can't have it any other way I swear she is destined for the screen Closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that you've ever seen all later Running down to the riptide Taking away to the dark side I wanna be your left hand man I love you when you're singing that song Yeah, I got a lump in my throat Cause you're gonna sign the words wrong Oh lady, running down to the riptide Taking away to the dark side I wanna be your left hand man I love you when you're singing that song Yeah well, thank you very much. That was a wonderful piece of music from Vance Joy, which sort of brought joy to all of us. Now, quick update here on Red Button. Um, this is Lord David Price's representatives have now gone upstairs to the boardroom to chat with him uh, and the team who make our new shows on the second floor. Uh, there's a new proposal, apparently, for a new show which tells the inspiring story of how Lord David Price grew up in the humble son of a factory owner in Stanway, whose raffia table map business became a global phenomenon when Lord David swapped the intricate beauty of raffia-based tableware for industrial processing of Polish-grown Scottish salmon. It's a 26-part series of hour-long episodes, and we've been made in the Cayman Islands and parts of Wivenhoe. Uh, and he left a folder behind there, called global reading retail media on air referencing that's been quite interesting having a look, look through that folder hasn't it, gentlemen give you a little heads up hey bill yeah anyway we got an email from mango dread from shrub end mango says um he says i hope you're enjoying your party and next year uh, invite me he also says my favorite winter setting is the north norfolk coast wind and waves coming in from the north sea the sound of winter geese honking as they fly overhead and i'm walking back to my luxury seaside beach hut which is available at very good value prices from global digital media holiday homes now what are your favorite winter places then mike uh i'd say um driving down big sur in california yeah nice if you can classify it as winter because it's like uh, not that cold but um it's winter here and i used to love uh driving down the, the pines come right down to the winding roads and the cliffs and the uh, pacific and good jazz in the uh, in the restaurants along the uh, shore very nice so that's for me very nice Adrian from Jogjakarta in Java Indonesia he's texted in and he says uh, just uh, he says uh, living here in the tropics Indonesia doesn't have a spring or summer an autumn or a winter instead just the two seasons of rainy and dry the only snow we have is right at the top of high mountains on Papua Island it is fair to say, says Adrian, that if I were to need snow equipment and snow clothing, I would turn straight away to the Global Retail Media Online Catalogue, which is probably the best range of winter-based equipment that you can find online. Uh, Lord David Price, he gets uh, everywhere, yeah. doesn't he? What, what are your favourite winter things, then, Ian? Um, I'm a great believer in the phrase there's never bad weather there's just the wrong clothes so for winter time for me it's a really sturdy pair of boots yeah um some decent walking trousers good yeah. waterproofs and some decent thermals and then doesn't really matter what the weather you can just get out there and enjoy the countryside and we were talking about favorite places high cup nick yeah. uh, looking west towards the uh the uh where am i thinking about lake district over the vale of eden absolutely beautiful looks like an african rift valley particularly with the snow clinging to the sides it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous yeah well i would certainly say that you can get some very very good thermal um clothing from uh the digital uh, global digital media uh clothes catalogue online clothes catalogue and I would suggest Ian that you certainly need to get some and keep some in your locker because uh, if you went outside now with just the uh, speedos that you're wearing you're going to get very cold yeah but they do make me streamline Bill that's very true you race across that studio there absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. no holding me back like a uh, 
like a very fast thing. And even when I slide on that highly polished floor, the speed that yeah. I can gain is yeah. quite amazing. Wonderful. In my opinion, of course. Wonderful. How important is Christmas then, Mike? Well, Christmas is uh, it's kind of um, important, but it's not. Uh, that's a, oh, so beautifully that's a beautiful, put. Beautiful statement. Deep thought Mike. there, Mike. <laughs> I, 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 we, we can't follow that, can we? No, no. It's a good excuse for a get-together, really, isn't it, Mike? I think I'd rather make up for Christmas not by living for the present in the rest of the year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, Harry. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Possibly. Well, thank you so much for joining in uh, with the Christmas party, gentlemen. We'll let you get back out of the studio to the partying that is going on on the second floor news department, I believe, is uh, legendary. Uh, and... Um, uh, we will be back for the next Christmas party, whenever that may be. So this is the end of the show. Thanks to everyone. Our final piece of music tonight, well, it is a really special piece of music. Now, Paul Harvey was an ex-music teacher from East Sussex. He's 80 years old now. Uh, sadly, he is a dementia sufferer, yet he appears to be able to still connect to the world with lucidity, clarity and passion through still playing his piano which is wonderful and recently his son gave him just four notes an f an a a d and a b and he composed a tune on the spot which was put on twitter went viral and for world dementia day on the 21st of september it was played by the bbc philharmonic orchestra it's moving it's inspirational and beautiful this is four notes paul's tune is a Guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.